0: There we are. We're live. Good morning. Good morning, Dad. How are you? Great. Are you really? Yeah. Two de- two Saturdays in a row. It's not raining.
1: Hallelujah. You
0: know what the temperature was yesterday? Yeah, I was, in,
1: I was in it for 12 hours.
0: I know it. What well, The actual was 102. Yeah. And the heat index was like, I don't know, 150 or mm-hmm. something. What were you doing in it? What were you doing? You were doing something very similar. Mural. Another mural. Another mural. This is your second one this week. Yes. Can you announce where this one's where the one you're doing? Yeah, Meek Casino, in Lakewood, Lakewood, right yeah. next to the famous theater. I know that is so cool, and you're doing it on their patio. Yeah, Newly I was free redesigned.
1: entertainment all day.
0: <laughs> all the kids were. It's kind so
1: funny. <laughs> they have like the patio is completely open. And they're like, okay, what seat do you want? And all the people are like, we want to sit right there. And it's like, right behind me. <laughs> I'm just like oh watching,
0: gosh. watching you paint. Yeah. And your famous assistant intern. Yeah. Mom. Mom. You told me this morning that you have to go back and fix all her mistakes.
1: Mm-hmm. It's alright.
0: <laughs> but she's free.
1: Oh, uh, no, I think I'm gonna pair. Oh, time. you're gonna pair? Yeah. Where are you gonna pair? Sweet know. tea, lemonade, and hugs and kisses. I don't know.
0: We have a very special guest this morning. I know. I know. It's I,
1: a. It's an it's your friend, guess.
0: Well, so I do have friends. You do. I do have friends. You're proving. And to this us is are. another. This is another one of those podcasts where it's actually three authors sitting at a table. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah, and we're still we're still in awe of the fact that you still sell more than all of us combined. <laughs> 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 My good friend Bruce Waller is here. Say good morning, Bruce. Good morning okay. to both of you. So I gotta chastise you a little bit. So I invite him to breakfast. Yes. And we show up, and mm-hmm. what's he doing?
1: He's already done <laughs> eating. With He's his already breakfast. eating
0: breakfast. The whole concept of me inviting you to breakfast is come have breakfast
2: with. I was his. like Chick Fil A, man. It's you know <laughs> sweet tea and and Chick Fil A biscuits. He I mean, uh, come on. He, he was already. He couldn't, wait. he couldn't wait. He was already
0: here, chowing down on on his biscuits. It is so cool to have you because, and let me tell you why. Um, For the last 16 shows, Um, and this has been good for me, but it's, it's Allie and all of her friends. And so I tend to be the oldest person in the Chick-fil-A. Not just at this table, but in the Chick Fil A on any given day, and I'm looking around, and even right now, I'm still probably the oldest person in here, <laughs> and so, um, and I'm still older than you, but still having you at the table, at least somebody in my basic generation is here. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> love it, love it. Thanks for the. Invite. I am so glad you're here, <laughs> even though we made you drive
2: from almost. Um, Oklahoma this yeah isn't it crazy right I mean you think okay we're just gonna be down here on the Hillcrest and (laughs) it's like from my hometown driving to Oklahoma City it was almost as far as Dallas, Texas you're on the north side
0: of Lake Louisville and so for our for our vast audience we're in Dallas Bruce lives north of Dallas I forgot the distance now is it 35 miles yeah probably 35 miles now you would think 35 miles at 60 miles an hour it's a 35 minute trip right but it's still pretty long it's a pretty long trip on any given day though if we had done this on a monday oh yeah two hours double it triple it yeah yeah. you never know you never know coming across that
2: bridge hey but you know what i'd do it for you guys oh Oh, you're you're too sweet sweet. you're too sweet
0: well we we teased your book it came out it just recently came out we teased it a couple weeks ago um And I'm going back through, I listened to the podcast, I went, man, how many of those things did I actually (laughs) screw up on that thing? (laughs) And the whole time I'm driving home going, I got his hometown wrong, I got everything wrong. And I actually got your hometown right. Yes. You grew up in Seminole. Absolutely. And for some reason, I was driving home, I told Sis, I said, you know what, I think he grew up in Shawnee. I totally screwed that up. But you grew up in Seminole. I did.
2: My my parents actually have a bowling center still in Shawnee, so I spent a lot of time in Shawnee, but... Yeah, you. Yeah.
0: I got close on most everything. Close enough. Oklahoma absolutely. boy right here. So this is why this is doubly good. Somebody my age. Yeah. Oklahoma boy. Yeah. And on top of that, married a girl I went school with. That's crazy. He married way over his head, Way, too. Over, way over my head. Way over. <laughs> let absolutely. Me tell you, let right? me tell you. Way over his <laughs> head. But he's a good guy, so he, he, he deserves that. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself, what you do, who you are, why you're here.
2: Yeah, no, uh, f- uh, glad to be here. I uh, actually work for a company called Armstrong Relocation and Companies. We help families move. Allie, you talked about you moved just I not know, too long ago, right? I
1: worst experience. I should have called you. See,
2: now you'll call me.
1: Blame it on dad. So, oh, it's
2: um, totally my fault. I should have said something. It's your friend. So this is uh, the busy time of year for relocation, of course. Anytime, uh, as soon as school gets out to the time school starts again, that's when moving season is busy. So I'm staying busy with uh, moving. Uh, is Dallas this really States. the busy season? Yeah. This is it? Very good. We'll do 60% of our business just no between way. May and September. Are Whoa. you serious? Crazy. Yeah. Crazy busy. So. Well, and, is, and then is it flat the rest of the year? You know what? It's just different. It's a lot of uh, office moving mm-hmm. uh, rather than uh, moving employees from state to state or locally or globally. A lot of office moving. But, uh, yeah, I mean, think about it is a lot of times that companies will actually m- tr- transfer their employee, yeah. but the kids want to stay in school right. until the end of the year. Makes so the family sense. will stay there, and then as soon as... School's out, they'll say, hey, we're ready to move. And everybody wants to move on the same week. <laughs> of course. <laughs> right? What is, the, what is the biggest move week? So the biggest, so there's four. The last week of May, the last week of June, the last week of July, and the last week of August. Wow. So if you're going to schedule your move no the kidding. last week, you need to do it well in advance. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I had no
0: idea. How no. long you been doing
2: this? So I've been doing it about 20 years. Been with Armstrong wow. for the last 13 years. And wow. really,
0: really exciting. It's a good place. I've actually been over to their offices. Sweet place. Yeah. You know what I love about it is they get people. You know, so the moving industry can have a little bit of a, quote, air quotes, right, reputation. Sure. Uh, You guys do it completely different. And that's the thing I just absolutely love um, because if anyone's moved and if anyone's listening, chances are they've moved at least once in their life. Isn't that right? I mean, mm-hmm. is that a basic statistic that you've probably had at least one move in your life? Absolutely. You would have thought growing up, our kids would have thought that I was in the military because uh, we stopped counting at 15. Yeah, I think. It's 15, insane. 15 moves. And some of them were, I mean, we'd bang off like three in six months because we'd sell a house in 24 hours and then the house that we were trying to build wasn't ready, so we had to move someplace for six months and then move again. So we would bang off like three moves, just boom, 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 boom. It was to, it's, it's to one point now that one of my best friends of 30 years, if he wants to mail me something, he will he <laughs> will text me and go, okay, what's your address today? And I'm like going, really? Dude, I've been in the same place for six months. No, just send me your address today, right? So I mean, we, we tw- and I can tell you from experience, you get it done right, it's awesome. Right. You get it done wrong, and you'll tell the story the rest of your life.
2: Yeah, it's all about the experience. I mean, isn't move just stressful enough as oh, it is?
0: Yeah. Is it on the top five stress lists? Right, losses? absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I mean, <coughs> if you've been any one place for longer than, you know, five years, and then all of a sudden you got to pack that up, it's crazy.
2: Right. It's absolutely. How long have you all lived in your own house? So we have actually lived in our house for five years. That's and pretty. Yeah, it's, it's actually probably pretty the good.
1: longest mom and dad have lived in one house. Ten?
0: No, we did right? ten at Everton. But I mean, when no, we went to move, you did not. yeah, yeah, we did.
1: No. Yeah, it was close. Realize, I you only were there when I was.
0: Oh, four to fourteen. This sounds that's like 10. whenever oh. I walk
2: through for a moving survey and right. I'm helping a family and the husband will say, yep, that's not going. And the wife will come <laughs> behind me and say, no, that's going. That's going. Yeah. That's out Wait, is it going or is it not going? Yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: <laughs> so over, over your 13 years, you've learned a ton. Well, not just here, but over your entire life. You've learned a ton. And you've recently put it in a new book, which we have a whole stack of them here on our table. You put it into a new book. Tell me how the book came along.
2: Oh, man. I'll I have a huge you. connection to the I, book, you too. You both so, are authors, authors. Isn't it such an emotional experience? It is. Just going through the process. It's like birthing it's a child. Incredible. It is like birthing so, a child.
1: I don't think you can compare. Right? You don't even know.
2: Well, it's true.
0: I don't. Oh I've, been <laughs> I've been told. I've been told. Me too. I've been told. That's right. I, Me too. I watched
1: a video the other day. It's called the Try Guys and it's like these four guys that like go out and like try stupid things and there's like a like a machine that they were hooked up to that simulates birth and it they all not. did it and it was so wow. Funny. Oh my gosh. It was so if you need a good laugh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you like, need a a, good
0: laugh. like
1: a try Oh guy my video.
0: gosh, that's that could be trouble. All right, so how did this come about?
2: So yeah, it's a very, very, very exciting time. Uh, it really, I I've been writing for the last, I guess, twenty years. Started a blog really about five years ago, yeah. which is
0: really cool. Which
2: is called a Relocation Minute with Bruce Waller. Yeah, it's and funny about that. Can you, it's on your website? Yeah. So it's on my website. Go to brucewaller.com. Right. And you can find that. But what's interesting about that is I started writing about relocation. Yeah. yeah. And I would put it out there on social media and you would hear crickets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every once in a while somebody would be like, okay, I like that. Right. But you really had to be relocated. Getting ready to right? relocate. Yeah. And so then I thought, you know, I'm really passionate about leadership development, leadership growth. I think I'm going to just Tweak do it. a little do a little blogging on that, yeah. you know? So I read a book and I wrote down some takeaways like you would do, you know, in school. And all of a sudden I got some likes on there. I'm like, huh, okay, <laughs> well maybe I'll do more of this. Right. Yeah. So I started doing a little bit more leadership development. A lot of the stories actually are from personal stories, right. you know, your family, yeah. everyday events, right? Yeah. And so the, I, I started blogging and I'd get, you know, more, uh, more chatter on that. And then after a f- couple of years, I thought, you know, wouldn't it be cool to like kind of like gather all these st- like I do a lot of journaling. Yeah. Right. I loved your book, by the way, The Difference Maker. Oh, thank you. The journals. The I mean, journal. that really resonated yeah. with me because yeah. I done journals. Dad has like
1: probably five, no, probably like 10 boxes full to the brim of journals. Really? Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. What a legacy. Yeah. I know. Somebody's gotta so read much all those to though. Read. <laughs> <laughs> right. And they will. And I know. They it. will. I know it. And so I thought, you know, wouldn't it be I should
1: probably start now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, wouldn't it be great to capture yeah. all of these stories? Yeah. And so I started kind of putting together some framework and next thing you know, I'm like, you know, I think I might have something here. And so my mission has always been to learn, grow and share. Yep. Right, I want to learn I something, I want to grow from it, mm-hmm. and I want to share with the others. Yeah, right. And so I thought, you know, maybe I could put something together. Who knows what this is going to kind of turn into. So I sent the manuscript, actually the very first manuscript I, s- I sent. Well, let me rephrase that. Uh, in 2015, April 4th of 2015, I was on a flight from Denver, or from Dallas to Denver. Mm-hmm. And I wrote in my, I, I had a new journal, right. I actually got from a Dallas HR meeting. Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, my first page says, uh, I want to publish a book by the year 2020. And this was April the 4th of 2015. You gave yourself five years to uh, write it. I said, you know, five, five years. Five years. You there know you what? go. Let's right. just kind of see what this morphs into. Right. And then a couple years, uh, 2016, uh, I was actually watching a, do you guys ever watch the TED Talks? Oh, yeah. 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 So I watched a TED Talk. The guy talked about 30-day challenges. Yeah. I like 30-day challenges. Yeah. Do you ever do a 30-day challenge?
1: I try. It's like day five, and then right. yeah. I no. forget.
2: <laughs> so the guy says, hey, uh, you know, all these different 30-day challenges. But one thing that resonated with me, he said, what if you wrote a 1,000 words a day for 30 days? You'd oh, have a 30,000-word novel. And I was like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll try that. <laughs> so in July of 2016... I set my alarm for like 4 a.m. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So from 4 to 7, I just wrote. I love it. And then a month later I had this manuscript. So I sent it one of the person I sent it to first was my brother, my mm-hmm. older brother Mark. And so he read it and I th- I think he his comment was he really liked it. it had a lot of good stuff yeah but it just didn't really flow right <laughs> but it's interesting i've gone back to look at it since then wow that was really bad well yeah. it's just <laughs> streaming thoughts right right just streaming thoughts, exactly right right uh, but anyway so uh what so i really just wanted to put something out there because uh, i was thinking you know what if i've had uh, impact from some of these lessons maybe there's some other people that are going through some of the struggles that I went through, and it might help them. Totally and that agree. was the reason for that.
0: Yeah, totally agree. How Number long did it actually? How long did it actually take you?
2: So I started. So I, 2015, and then I actually hired an editor after talking with many people that said, "Bruce, if you're really going to put something out you there, have you an probably editor. ought to right. invest in yeah. an, an editor." So I actually. Um, it's funny how we're. Uh, uh, we we go we we meet different people in different times. Yeah, I was actually at an Oklahoma HR conference, In 2014, and a guy was giving out a book and called, um, uh, it's called The People Project. Steve Laswell. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So, anyway, it's interesting. I, I read the book and I just kind of put it on my bookshelf. anyway, in 2016, I started getting different books out and I noticed this, so I called him and said, Hey, yeah. you know, who'd you use for an editor? Right. Anyway, long story short. The editor that he used, I I used. Sweet, awesome. Yeah, and I wouldn't have found her. She was in right. California. Her name's Leanne Gerst, and she's the one that really brought it to life.
0: Having a good editor, especially if you're a bad speller like me, and having, me, and uh, having a good editor. <laughs> well, we both have Oklahoma education, right. so I mean, we're we're working from a little bit of a deficit anyway. Right, uh, it's critical. Yeah, my editor and I've had I have. I've had three editors on all... I've had a different editor on every book, um, just who gets assigned to the book, but um, it's...
2: And every editor has a little bit different personality. What right. I like about it is that they'll ask you really thought-provoking questions. Yes. Like, <laughs> Makes your brain hurt. Uh, do you really want to put this in there? Right. Or don't you think you ought to say something about this? It's yeah. your book though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's
0: like <laughs> be a little more specific. Right?
2: Yeah. Can you just write it for yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so she was phenomenal though. Oh it's, that's that's absolutely awesome. And so then of course her sister, Melinda Prescott, was a did the cover design. That's fine. So it was like I got two in one. It's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: the they they were great. The cover is so fascinating. And and came out it came out. Uh, last week or week before? So it was? I
2: published July the fourteenth. July fourteenth. Yeah, two thousand seventeen. That was a great day. Awesome. I remember I was I was just sharing with uh, you just a couple minutes ago how I remember when I got the proof, I had it in my hand. I was sitting in my chair in my office. I was like, "What do I do now? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to do." All of these, it's like it's it come to life. It was so exciting. Isn't it cool when you yeah. finally see it? Yeah, It really mean, is.
0: It's just I can remember when Allie got, first got hers. I mean, she was like. You know, three feet off the ground. I remember days. when her
2: book came out.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, and it's still, it's blowing up. As a matter of fact, your paper book's coming out in... September
1: 12th. That's September exciting. 12th. Mm-hmm. And it's
0: a lay flat paperback, is. which is really interesting because if you think about a design book, if, you know, our paperbacks, you kind of crack them open and read them. Right. But for a design book, it's got to lay flat. So it's it's actually pretty fascinating. The paperback is what's going to be in Hobby Lobby, sis?
1: Yes.
2: Okay. Hobby Lobby. Yeah. Awesome. So it hits all the Hobby Lobbies in September. That's awesome. <sighs> I'll see it. I follow you on Instagram. Oh, that's. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. love it. Twenty-eight thousand. A lot of people. boomerangs. Oh my gosh. So
0: she is queen of boomerangs. She has a boomerang one time today. <laughs> oh. All right. That, uh, no. No, you haven't. No. Uh. Yeah. It's no. only like uh, ten in the morning. I, it's well, she'll boomerang okay. three or four times. All right. All right so back up. <laughs> uh, grew up in Oklahoma. Um, you're somewhat. You're somewhat famous in the bowling arena in
2: Oklahoma. I would not say famous. Legendary. How many three hundred games have you bowled? (laughs) How many? I've actually had about ten sanctioned three hundred (gasps) games. Dang. Ten. Okay. So three
0: hundred a three hundred game is like a hole in one in golf. I was lucky ten times. Ten times, yeah. 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 Ten times lucky. So we have this conversation about luck versus hustle and hard work all the time. yeah um, i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say no on the luck, right? <laughs> so growing up, you basically were raised in a bowling alley. I
2: was yeah my uh, my father. Uh, started his uh, a proprietorship in Edmond, Oklahoma. Yeah, man. A little bowling center called Edmond Lanes. And then eventually man. purchased the bowling center in Seminole, Oklahoma. 12 lanes. 12 lanes. Where everybody hung out in town. It's a town so, of about so eight cool. to 9,000 people. Yeah,
0: so growing up in a small town in Oklahoma, I can tell you, the bowling alley
2: was the, was the place. The place to be. It was the place. Yep, the video games, the pool, yes. the cheeseburgers. football, f- <laughs> The networking. Yeah. I didn't realize it at the time. That's where where you you learned your networking networking school. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, you learned all your networking. Look, the best burger in town was at the Duncan Bowling Alley. Well, I don't know about the best. It was in the top. Well, I ate my fair share. I ate my yeah. body weight in burgers at the <laughs> Bowling Alley. I'll put it that way. <laughs> it was either the Bowling Alley or the skating ring, and I've never skated a day in my, my life. My family
2: gives me a hard time. Every time yeah. I go up to Shawnee to the bowling center, they'll yeah. say, how many cheeseburgers are you going to have Bruce? Yeah, I mean, and I'm like, at least one. At yeah, least, least one. one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you grew up bowling almost every single day?
2: You know what? It's, it's interesting. Um, I, yeah, I bowled a lot. Yeah. And what's, yeah? You know, I mean, we had, the, we had the opportunity to actually work at the bowling center, right, at yeah. a young age. So, when it wasn't busy, I'd just turn on the lanes and go bowl. You yeah. know, when I should have probably been, you know, cleaning the grill so and <laughs> doing <laughs> some <laughs> work. But I would go down there and I would bowl. Ten. And bowled a lot. Yeah. Sanctioned 300 games. Okay,
0: yeah. I, that's, just, that's just absolutely mind-boggling. So, for those who may have <laughs> never been into a bowling alley in their life tell everybody what a 300 game is
2: a 300 game is uh well there's 10 frames in a game but the 10th frame if you get a strike you get two bonus frames Mm. so there's 12 uh, opportunities to throw 12 strikes in one game it's 300 so it's a perfect it's a perfect game it's a perfect game sis it's a perfect game it's where you knock 10 pins down each time you throw the ball dang Uh, sis what's your high score ever in bowling
1: i i do not do well in bowling (laughs) I like grainy roll it.
0: Grainy roll, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. roll it with but the bumpers.
1: With the bumpers,
0: roll it with the bumpers. But it's still fun,
2: right? Yeah. Oh, my it gosh. It's great. Do it's you go so bowling on now? Like so, oh, yeah. Yeah, so actually, I don't bowl. I, I When I moved to Dallas in 1995, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't bowl for a few years. And then my younger brother and older brother got me started bowling again. And so I bowled at AMF Louisville. Oh, my goodness. And then in 2012, we stopped. And I haven't bowled since then. So when I bowl. It's so usually you did like,
1: take your kids to bowl all no, the time? No,
2: I didn't. They were just involved in baseball else, and football yeah. and yeah. everything Probably else. A ton of sports, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But when I go to, when we go home for uh, July 4th yeah. every year yeah. or Christmas, it's always a trip to the bowling center. Oh, That's and there's cool. usually 30 or 40 of us bowling. That's so cool. You still got it? Sub so bowl. You still got it? no. No. What was your last game? What'd you you Uh, well, I mean, I can still bowl two hundred. I was going to say two seventy, Mister Strike. In yeah, the no, game. we have fun. I have fun bowling <laughs> against like my nephews. Yeah, because oh they my all gosh. are trying to beat me. Yeah, it's great, it's oh, fun. Man. Yeah, it's family. It's good stuff. Where did you uh, Where did you meet Dana? So I met Dana in college. Yeah, man. Yeah, we both went to the University of Central Oklahoma. So I Go said, "Oh, you."
0: I said, "Oh, I know it. I said, OU, and it was. It was University of Central Oklahoma.
2: Right. So all and my brothers said, both both of and sisters went to, went to OU. Well, it's because you're such a big OU a big, fan. big OU fan. God. Ready for the season. Yeah. Big OU nut. So when Dana. You're either two fans in Oklahoma.
0: Yeah. You're either a Cowboy fan or not Center. Not a Dallas Cowboy right. fan, but you're either a Cowboy fan or a Sooner That's fan. That's right. And even though you have a Broncos shirt on this morning, you are a
2: diehard OU fan. Yes, I am. Yeah, ready for September the second, mm-hmm. the home oh opener. Gosh. Yeah, well, you're going to have a new coach. So yes, we are. I know. Yeah, it should be exciting. But I met Dana uh, in college. I was uh, in a fraternity there, and she was in a sorority, the Alpha Gamma Delta sorority, and we met, and yeah, got married. Been married for 32 years now. Oh my gosh! That's awesome. Are you serious? Yeah.
0: You guys were kids. You guys were just snot nosed kids. I've seen pictures. I've seen early wedding pictures. Yeah. I mean, the two of you were just like skinny little kids. Like just you said,
2: I married way over my way, head. Way, way, <laughs>
0: way over your head. Well, you'll have to you'll have to tell her I pulled out some old yearbooks this oh, morning. Yeah. Going back to and this is gonna really date me. Going back to seventy six. Oh. Seventy six. I have pictures of her sounds old, doesn't it? That from seventy six. Well, I was in seventh grade. So you d- tell her that I've got those. I'm, I'll text them. I'll post them up on the. I'll post oh them boy. up on social media. She'll be really happy. <laughs> the hairdo in '76. She had some massive long hair in '76. Man, <laughs> of course I did too. I had this big fro thing. on oh the, my god! <laughs> it was absolutely. It you was. You used absolute. to perm your hair, didn't you? I did. You That's did. why it's falling out. I think yep. I used to perm my hair. Well, there was anything to do in growing up in Duncan, Oklahoma.
1: I'm gonna perm my hair. I'm gonna
0: perm my hair. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What do I do when I comb out this perm? Oh, it makes an afro.
0: It does make an afro. <laughs> my hair was my hair was tall, man. I, it's back when I had it. I have a hat on today because I don't have that much hair anymore. So got married, moved. Did you come to Dallas immediately?
2: So no, we actually um, got married and then we moved back to Seminole. And I worked for my parents for a few years. And it, funny story, uh, you know, talking about the, the book, the very first chapter, was really about, you know, my story, and it's, it's yeah. called, it, you know, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Right, it's how yeah. you finish, yeah. And so I went to school for a year, got married, and uh, moved to Seminole and was a uh, worked for my parents at their bowling center. Did some bowling. Did mm-hmm. a little bit, yeah. We had a child, had actually three children, but actually after the second child— we were actually driving home, and I I, I think it was from visiting our parents in Duncan, but anyway, we were having a conversation, and she asked the question, hey, you ever thought about finishing school? (laughs) And I remember thinking, okay, what is the question behind the question, right? right? Is she saying, hey, you need to finish school, or is she saying, hey, have you planned your life? Are you thinking ahead? And I really thought about that, and the more I thought about it, the more I thought, you know what, I need to finish finish what i started and so i uh she was actually going back to east central university we were driving back and forth to ada oklahoma oh my god 30 miles from there yeah 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 Bell and she was nowhere. getting her teaching certificate at the time and so I, st- I took a couple of classes and then i uh and then i transferred to university of central oklahoma and finished four years later so Sweet. yeah
0: well the way that we do the way we do our show if you've listened we always do a high low High part of the week, low part of the week, what'd you learn? And then I want to dig in because there's a couple things in your book that I think are just huge. And whether you're a millennial or whether you're a boomer or, you know, a builder, it doesn't matter. There's some big learning that I want to tap on a couple of things. So high-low sis, high part of the week, low part of the week?
1: High part of the week. Um, well, Landon was gone this week, which is not my high. I was going to say,
0: set the higher or the low. <laughs> but
1: I was able to. <laughs>
0: you always lead with that. Oh, man. Well, Landon was <laughs> gone. Uh,
1: Actually, but I was able to get like in kind of a routine of me, and it was really nice.
0: Was because, that your high part? Yeah, I yeah. was
1: able to get into like, figure out like what my what I wanted my weeks to look like from here on out. Yeah. I think I got it down.
0: So that's good. Little a little little sync up. Low part?
1: Yeah. Low part, um man
0: You should probably say missing your husband.
1: Yeah, missing my (laughs) husband. (laughs)
0: Leading the witness just in case he listens. He does. What's her low part?
1: Um I I don't know. I mean being on my feet for twelve hours yesterday was kind of tiring but it wasn't that all those kids
0: were watching. You know how many art future artists you inspired yesterday? Maybe. I think so. Man. No low part. No. What did you learn from your high part? Because that's a that's I think that was a big lesson.
1: It was. I taking time for yourself and was really really it's really important I think. Yeah. Especially like not working. Bruce actually writes about that in his book. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What chapter? (laughs) <laughs> it's the chapter on taking time for yourself yeah investing in yourself yeah so having that week to yourself
1: it was It was like no distraction what are you going to Just do going forward though i am getting into a, a workout routine I,
0: okay nice. i was so proud of nice. you nice yeah so proud of you this out. week you did Ever. a workout. You did I, yoga. Yeah. You drank a smoothie. you drank a smoothie I drank a this smoothie. week.
1: I've drank so much water this week. You did not. So Sis, much. High five.
0: High five. <laughs> ah, that's so a high five. So much.
1: How, guess how many I sweet teas so... I've had this week?
0: Well, let's see. Seven days in a week times three is twenty-one. No. If you drink one smoothie, so it's twenty. No. <laughs> how many?
1: Um. Oh crap! I did one, two, three. <laughs>
0: Sounds uh, like me school. counting my golf strokes <laughs> every <laughs> hole.
2: I've Let's only see.
1: had seven this week.
0: Are you kidding? One a day? I didn't That's have pretty have impressive. One so you had two on one day.
1: Yeah. That's I did. pretty
0: impressive.
1: <laughs> Someone brought me an extra one. So well, like, because well, they can't... know you and they love you. Yeah. 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 Sis, I'm so proud of you. I know.
0: Okay, so how do you feel after working out?
1: I feel great. Yeah. I think it helped my twelve-hour days too. Well,
0: you sent me one picture, and your face was so red. I oh thought you were going to pass felt, out.
1: I sweat. Mom says that you sweat a lot too, and she sweats a lot too. So maybe we're sweaters. Oh,
0: we're big sweaters. The Brid- Bridwell family is big sweaters. I
1: just get so embarrassed I can just in say. the class Everyone's like glistening because they're just like, oh, I'm sweating. And I'm like sitting here like drenching. <laughs> water, water, water pouring fountain. on the floor. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Someone's like, did you just get out of the shower? No. I just did yoga. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's, it's been a good week.
1: It's been a great week.
0: Yeah, it's been a good week. Bruce, how often do you work out? I see I, you on social media quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, no,
2: I work out. Uh, f- I try to work out four days a week. That's good. You know, I have a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday routine, and then Tuesday yeah. I just started a spinning class. But it reminds me what oh, you were I telling hate me. spinning. Right? I mean, oh. it's, yeah, that's a grind. Well, it's because you work really hard and don't go anywhere, right? <laughs> right.
1: Dad took me to one spin class.
0: Oh my god!
1: And I couldn't sit down for a week.
2: <laughs> the saddle.
1: Oh man! A guy,
2: a guy. Uh, you were talking about that just now. And a guy one time asked me. He's like, "Hey, I see you work out a lot. What do you like best about it?" And I was like, "When I'm done." Yeah, pretty <laughs> right? much. I mean i mean i'd love to just be able to stay in shape and just sleep in i mean that would be awesome that would be so nice i I
1: mean i do that now actually (laughs) is that your workout? i'm actually really not in shape though like i people are like oh you don't need to work out you're so skinny i was like yes but if there is a murderer chasing me (laughs) i would lose
0: I'd run out of breath. and go, wait a minute, wait, I'm sweating. All all right, I'm sweating really bad. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. So it's self-preservation is it, what you're. It's <laughs> pretty saying. much. That's pretty actually much. really smart, mm-hmm. sis. Yeah,
1: it's
2: really
0: smart. So out
1: of shape, so getting in shape. Uh, it's
0: it's good. That's yeah, one thing.
2: I was. Uh, I remember uh, when I was writing that book. I had a lot of different things about different personal things mm-hmm. that you know, I invested in and Leanne had actually talked about putting it all together in the last chapter called, you know, maintaining your vehicle. Right. It's so important, right?
1: It really, really is. It's like my body was, not so much my body, but like my mind and heart was like screaming, like you need to do this. (laughs) My bed is like, no, you don't. Just stay with me. (laughs) And it was like a constant, like for like two weeks I was like, Constantly battling like that devil and angel on my shoulder, like you have got to start doing this, and the other one's like, no, you're and good, then, you're and skinny. And then you do it, and then you, I'm doing it, and I'm like excited about doing it, and I've, yeah.
2: And then when you're done, you're like, oh my gosh, that why was the best it? ever. Yes, no, it's the endorphins kicking in. Right?
1: Like, why <laughs> haven't I done like this? I really? want more endorphins. I want more. It things. does help that I have good instructors, so that that helps.
2: And I think a lot of people, they don't work out consistently just because they Mm -hmm. want, like, those instant results. Right, right. And so after they do it a week, they're like, oh, I didn't really lose. I lost a pound. I want to lose 20. Right. Yeah. Well, it's just, you know, it's. (laughs) It's going to take. 20 more of these that's yep. right it took you 20, <laughs> yeah it took you 10 years to get like this it's gonna take you 10 years to get out of it so no, it yeah. actually
0: anyway. it just actually took a week for me to gain 20 i can gain 20 in a but week. but you've lost weight i have a you look great thank you you're 15 awesome. I, I got a few more to go yeah, but you're doing uh, good. still still coming off all right high low for you buddy
2: high low for me i i'll, I'll honestly since march the 29th Mm-hmm. The high for me has been my grandson Crosby Oh my gosh so My I've daughter Allison and her husband Chase Had a baby March the 29th of 2017 What You know what's cool about this book Is that I've been writing it for so long And she's been pregnant during this last part of it And then I fu- at the very end of it I got to She had Crosby So I was I able it. to put his name in, in there the book, That's so right? cool Because so cool. she kept it a secret pretty much the whole <sighs> way She
1: didn't even tell you
2: Well, well we knew.
1: But oh, I was like, wow! To the rest I of mean. the world,
2: yeah, the rest of the world, right? the rest of the world. Yeah. So I couldn't. What's it like up? being a
0: papa? Are you a papa, or what are I'm what a, are you? I'm a papa. You're a papa. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. incredible. I it's don't incredible. think. See, I have to vicariously live through you because my <laughs> daughter has told me I will only have cats. <laughs> cats. My, Cat. my oldest. I don't think my oldest will will <laughs> have. I bet he will. Well, he they haven't they haven't exp- it, unless they're secretly pregnant and I don't know about it. And then my, our youngest, Brendan. You never um,
1: know, it could be a. Uh,
0: you you never know about Bryn, but um, as of right now, he 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 doesn't. Um, he he's just, smart. He's yeah. So I'm just gonna have to vicariously
2: live through you, man. Hey, Is it, it, it pretty cool? It's very cool. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, It's yeah, it's very cool. And you know what's uh, what's Sorry, really Dad. cool about it? <laughs> <It's all right.
0: laughs> I love you, sis. So, so. Is
2: that? Dana, of course, she works for the Lake Dallas Independent School District as yeah. the Director of Child Care Services. So in the summertime, she's off. Right. Yeah. Right? That's so and cool. And so Allison had to go back to work after her eight weeks or whatever it was, she was off. And so Dana watched Crosby That's all awesome. summer. Oh, and really? so I would see him in the mornings before I'd go to work. That's so cool. Uh, it's, yeah. So. Pop off. Yeah, special time. Pop off. What's, what's, right.
0: what's Dana? Meemaw? Mama? She's Dandy. Dandy? Dandy. That's you know what's really gosh. cool
2: is that That'll stick. yesterday was yeah. a pretty special time for us because Allison and Chase bought her a bracelet to wear for watching Crosby all summer, and it says dandy on
1: Aww, it. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, pretty <laughs> special.
2: Cool.
0: Yeah. You're a June birthday boy, too. I am.
2: We both are. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah right. Yeah. What day are you? Fifth. Fifth. You're, You're the early 19th or I'm the 19th. I'm yeah, 19th. Yeah. yeah. You're in early June. Yep. So How about what's June?
1: Your, what's your low? Sorry, we're at 35. Yeah, I know you can just gabble. Gabble. Yeah, was your low? For
0: make low. Words all the time, you know me. that's
2: tough. That's tough. You don't have to have a low. You know I mean, you don't have to. I don't think I've had a low this week, other than you know it's busy in the relocation business, and whenever you aren't able to provide. I know next week's the end of the week
1: of the month, right? Yeah. You know what
2: next week's it's gonna crazy. be like for me? Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's gonna be like fire. Yeah, but um, you know, anytime you you know. Aren't able to, you know, provide the expectations a customer might want, like a delivery date or whatever that case mm-hmm. may be, and you disappoint them. You're really kind of down about that. But I really haven't had any lows. It's been good. It's been that's a good, good summer. Yeah,
0: that is outstanding. I guess I can add
2: this right here to my high oh. breakfast. With I sis. thought you
1: were about to say low. I was like, <laughs> oh no, dang, <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: hilarious. All right, I got to ask you a couple okay. things. So sure. One of the things that we talk about here. Uh, because we have we have a ton of millennials on here, yep. and um, social media is like a big, gigantic thing. Yep. Um, Sis and I are always talking about networking. Yep. And you've got a lot in <laughs> your book on networking. Yep. And I think it's important uh, to hear it not just from me, but to hear it from you. Key, keys to networking. Yep. What's one or two tips that anyone, regardless of age, generation, occupation, or anything... Couple of tips because networking is important. Would you? Yeah. I mean, yes. Uh, one of the biggest impact. One of the biggest Huge. things you can learn. Absolutely. Yeah. Huge. One or two things that takeaways uh, that are important for networking. So and
2: that's that's one of the things I wanted to include in this book. So one of the uh, chapter five is actually called the carpool lane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, including others on your journey. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a must. And uh, when it comes to networking, I, I'll really I'll tell a story. Uh, one of the stories I share in the book is about networking also takes courage
1: Oh right? my gosh so much
2: seriously it's like going to a new high school and mm-hmm. trying to meet friends right it's hard yeah. isn't it
1: like I can't even imagine networking for someone who's like an introvert
2: so back in 2005 I'll, I'll tell you a quick story I haven't uh, talked a lot about Dallas HR an organization for HR professionals that I'm very yeah. involved in but uh, back in 2005 my boss came to me and he said hey you got to uh, check out some of these different groups and try yeah. to get to meet some HR professionals. And maybe you can share, you know, some of our services and learn more about what they do. Sure. And so uh, one of the organizations was the Dallas Human Resource Management Association called Dallas HR, where yep. you are a former executive of the year uh, recipient. I was very honored with <laughs> that. Yes. So yeah. uh, so I remember I tell this story, though. Uh, so I said, OK, yeah, I'm going to sign up for this. And so I signed up for a luncheon so i go to the luncheon register i go to this luncheon and there's like 250 to 300 people there
0: isn't it overwhelming when you walk in that room for the first, first time? i'll yeah.
2: never forget my first time i'm like yeah. oh my gosh do i even belong here yeah what kind of value do i add here mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's like you start doubting yourself a little bit yeah. dying, and you know it's all about belief right yeah so. and so i i went to that luncheon i met a couple of people that was great so then next month I thought I'm going to I'm going to do it again. Yeah. So I sign up for the luncheon, I drive to the hotel. Yeah. So the the hotel has one of those you know rotunda yeah turning uh, doors that you go mm-hmm. in oh yeah i remember I going those. in the right side <laughs> looking to the right and seeing the sea of people right and going right back out <laughs> oh, back my to my gosh. car oh. and i said to myself i don't i don't want to go i don't want to do i don't want to go i don't add me. any value here that would have been the low <laughs> that would have been the low <laughs> right so i sat in my car for about 5 minutes yeah and i started thinking to myself you know what bruce if you're going to meet people if you're going to grow you got to make yourself do it. Gotta yeah. Do it. So I got out of my car and I did that. And uh, three three or four times later, I actually met a lady named Terry Stalkup. And she said, hey, you member of Dallas HR? And I said, yeah, I just signed up. And she said, well, are you on a committee yet? And I was like, no, not yet. And she's like, what, do you want to be on one? And I was like, sure. And so anyway, I got on a committee. And next thing you know, the organization started shrinking because I started meeting people. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So on the committee, there was 12 people. So I, I met 12 people. And then you'd go to a luncheon and then all of a sudden you'd say, Hey Joe, hey Susan or and all of a sudden your uh, your network starts expanding. So one thing you have to do is you have to you have to take action. Yeah. Right? You, you have, can't have push to take yourself out action. there. You have to you have to make yourself do it. You can't go stand in the corner and wait for people to come to you. you and it's not about just
0: speed dating and, and just swapping cards
2: no that's right i mean and you can tell the people that i mean you really have to be uh interested Mm -hmm. right right Right. and you can tell the people that come up to you and after you talk to them just for a minute they were not interested in you at all 100 percent. i love what you
0: wrote um and I, i think these are just massive points that anybody can can learn from networking starts with serving yep i i think that if and sis and i have talked about this multiple times if you go into networking trying to figure out what you can get out of it you will miss networking mm-hmm. it's what you can give back Yep. that's really key and you have some you have some key points here and i think they're brilliant you got to show up you got to be a learner and then you got to add value right and I, I i think you know at the end of the day every single person can be reminded of that and look uh, you know networking now we're in people-facing jobs, right? Right. So we're constantly in front of people. Sis owns her own business, and so networking's at the top of mind. There's there could be people listening to this go and they go, "Hey, look, I'm an accountant. I, I sit in a cubicle all day long. I'm not in a people-facing thing. Networking's not for me." What would you say? What would you say to to those folks?
2: Uh, I'd say networking is for everyone. Yeah. You can yeah. always learn something from. Uh, meeting someone out everybody has a story right sure Mm -hmm. it's amazing how much you can grow from learning from others i totally agree i actually uh it's interesting i'll have people that will come up to me that are now part of the dallas hr association and they'll say you know what i was in a job for 20 years next thing you know my job was eliminated right i didn't know anybody so i started coming to dallas hr meetings and i don't really know anybody i'm trying to get to know people but they've been in a job for 20 years yeah. And right. so it's important to get to know people early on. Right. I mean, you just never know. I mean, I uh, think Mel Robbins said it best. She said a conversation can change your life. It's so huge.
1: It is right? 100% true.
2: Allie probably has the biggest network of anybody I know. I would agree. And she
0: hustles. Yep. Um, but oh, it's they always just to have Which is back.
1: funny because growing up, I... I, dad, growing up, dad had the biggest network, and I was always envious of, like, yeah. oh, my gosh, I will never bigger. be able mm-hmm. to. She sells more
2: books mm-hmm. than I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right?
1: No, I was like, I'll never be able to know that many people. like.
2: But think about the fulfillment. Because he was in
1: front of so many companies and just right. had, like, a was in opportunities to be able to be in front of a lot of people. He's and, a celebrity. Oh, yeah, he is.
2: Yeah. I mean, think about the fulfillment though, Allie. Yeah. that you get from helping someone and you don't even expect something back.
1: No, it's like it's it's crazy. It's insane. It's like Yeah. People think about like, all You're the people you've helped. so many people and I'm like, what am I doing?
2: Yeah, think about all the people you've <laughs> helped with your book. Yeah. And they're, no kidding. what are they telling you now? They you've taught them how to draw or yeah. or help them realize that they had talent, right? To yeah. do that.
1: Yeah. The, it's like when I wrote the book I didn't really think that that would be like the outcome um, and I just didn't didn't really realize the impact that it would it would bring to all these other people it's and huge. it's been like a big a great bonus Since
2: it's been huge and yeah. then there was there was another uh, concept in that book that I put I was actually having dinner with my wife yeah and we talk about conversation right and she was telling me about uh, she had heard someone talk about the importance of being VIP. Oh yeah. I was like VIP, huh? Yeah. What's VIP? And she said VIP stands for being visible, uh-huh. being in the moment, mm-hmm. and being predictable. Mm. And I, I liked that. Wow. So that. I love that. so, of course, I shared that. But I mean, yeah. that was just from that conversation. Is right? it smart s-
1: to be predictable?
2: C- predictable would be like I steady. look at it like being steady, being steady. consistent. Got it. Say
0: what you say what you mean, do what you say. Right. That yeah. type of thing. So if right. you
2: know, a lot of people that I'll see that try to do networking, they will mm-hmm. like go to a meeting and then they might not show up and then six mm-hmm. months later they show up and everybody's like, Well, where you been? Where you been, Yeah. Right.
0: right. So dependable is another dependable, right yeah. predictable, yep. dependable. Absolutely love it. Yep. Look, everybody needs to get this thing. What do you, we've been we've been talking 45 minutes, wow. dude. I, you and I can sit here and talk. Of course, we do this okay. all the time. Every time right. we get together, we just talk right. and talk and talk. Everybody needs to get this. You can get it on Amazon. Yep. Uh, Find Your Lane, Bruce Waller, Amazon. Now, it's out in paperback. Is it coming in Kindle? Can people do it? Uh, is it going to be? Not are yet. You gonna, are but you going to do it in digital? Yeah. Yeah. I think you probably have that available, too. Yeah. If you, if you look. You think because I should do that? I think you should. And a couple reasons. Um, a lot of digital devices... Um, I carry on my phone I have, I don't know 30 or 40 different books on my phone that I carry with me all the time and so um, while I might not have this in my backpack because I've already read it um, there might be something I want to access and I can easily go to my okay. phone and do yeah. it so definitely something to look at all the stuff is already there with your publisher and I don't Excellent. It's you know, for me um, all of mine are So in, is this book, so digital. it's
1: um, Find Your Lane change your career. So is this book for people who are wanting like they're it says on the back, it's like I was born in my cur- I was bored in my current role and searching for something that would give me more meaning. Is this like for people who are not in their dream job and they want to be in their dream job or like can't figure out where they they're getting bored in their career and they're like I'm stuck, I don't know who, who is this book for? That's exactly.
2: That book actually yes. is for, <laughs> yes, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyone that, I mean, the thing about it is, uh, when you talk about finding your lane, it's really about really finding your calling. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And what you really, really enjoy doing. And changing your career doesn't necessarily mean, it could mean changing your job. Mm-hmm. It could mean changing your perspective. Uh, it could be, maybe like for me, I was in operations and whenever I got into sales, that was where I really... That was it. I found it right. Yeah. What yeah, I yeah. really enjoyed uh, getting out, meeting people. So this book is for anyone who um, I would say is just looking for more joy, yeah. right in their career. Period. That's
1: awesome. So and if so. you, so if someone's like, man, I just really hate my job, yep. but I like don't know what to do. Yep. What's like kind of like your one? Tell them to read your book. But like, what's kind of like your your biggest or favorite kind of tip to tell them, other than like. Yep. like how do they start
2: yeah uh, uh,
1: i think starting is probably the the hardest it's scariest the
2: very, it's the hardest right because all of a sudden you you're you're kind of like in that comfort zone right a lot of people are in this job you got to make money right yeah yep. to, to yep. pay your bills and so i would say uh we talked about networking that's yeah. i've I always heard the saying your network is your net worth right, right? Ooh, i mean build okay. that yeah. network And so I think the first step is to – and this is not really a step-by-step book. There's a lot of different principles that will help you. Mm -hmm. One of the titles in there is called Changing Lanes, and it's a a lot about how do I navigate to another lane. But I think expanding your network, if someone said, hey, what is your – like probably top three, I'd say expanding your network would be number one. That's the carpool lane. Um, And then I would say – number uh let's see i think it's like chapter a just you know the most uh, it's actually called making the most of your journey yeah and that is really about just having that giving spirit being that servant mm-hmm. and just trying to help add value to others and eventually You know, Zig Ziglar said at one time, he said, if you help enough people get what they want, you'll eventually get what you want. One of my favorite quotes of all time. Right? And so if you just will focus on serving others, right, expanding your network, what's going to happen is you're going to have a conversation with someone that's Mm going to say, hey, you ever thought about this? Right. Right. And so for me, whenever I went to work at Armstrong Relocation, a very interesting story, I had just taken a job that doubled my salary. That's crazy, right? And I was like so excited, and then after three months, I was like, I hate this job. <laughs> I hate it. I'll go back and take a less, yeah. right. right? Right. But uh, so my wife was having a conversation with someone that she knew, and her husband was friends with somebody in Armstrong. You know. Yeah. Right. And next thing you know, I'm connected to Armstrong. I get a job, and here we go. Boom. There you go. So it's about just continuing to serve, yeah. right? Um, and and add value so are
1: introverts kind of screwed over
2: no no they just have to figure out a way to have a conversation
1: yeah and it doesn't
2: have to be a deep conversation i Mm -hmm. mean it's just about maybe the questions might be hey uh you know what books do you read that i might should read Right? Have yep. you ever or read right. about or right? Hey, where, where's uh, where's a place that you go that I should check out or just yeah. asking some questions about what they're doing? And there's my my younger brother Joe. He uh, works for a uh, XTO Energy, so mm-hmm. uh, in computer programming, and he's he's talked to me about how on his journey how difficult it has been at times for him because he's kind of in the silo, right? right. Working yeah. computer programming. And how uh, since then he's learned to really get out and meet different people, and and it really starts with you t- uh, setting the wheels in motion, yeah. right? Taking action, right. And just going and asking a couple of questions, right? And mm-hmm. then seeing kind of where that leads.
0: Yeah, and I, since you, you, believe it or not, some of the greatest leaders in history are were introverts. Really. But it's about tapping into the thing they do well and yeah. just kind of leaning into that. Yep. So. All right man, we got a roll. Um
2: golly. Well, I could we could sit here and do this all morning. This is long. awesome. I appreciate uh, the invite can. Hey, can I just say real quick, Tony, I appreciate you doing the forward on uh, this book. It honestly it was a pleasure. it like set the tone for the book. I mean it was like I loved what you said about, yeah. you know, how close you've been to three hundreds. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was uh I, I it, from the bottom of my heart it really meant uh, a lot to me for you to to write that. Um, it will be in you know it'll be in my bookcase forever. Well, I appreciate an you and what you do. One of the honor. things that I've tried to do and you're so good at and I know uh, Ali uh, is doing this as well, and that's being a lifter, right? Yeah. just lifting others and if we can just do more of that, I agree. Yeah we're gonna make a difference for yeah. a lot of people. So I appreciate you having me on and, and being able to share Thanks this. Brother. I so appreciate
0: yeah. you so much. Um, I gotta tell you, um, being an Oklahoma boy aside, Um, You can't you can't be in Bruce's presence longer than five minutes and you feel like you've known him all your life. It's just he's just he's just that kind of guy. We appreciate you so much. Um, I I can't we we probably got to have you back on at some point in time. Just kind of do a follow up from all this great success on the book. Find your lane on Amazon. Uh, You got to get it. It's a read. It's a great gift for anybody, Uh, especially going back to school. All those mm-hmm. kids going off to college. I'm telling you, if I'd had this book in college, it would have made a huge difference.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a good like start. Like, where do I start? It's a great. Yeah.
0: It's a. It's a super. It doesn't have to easy, be like you're in it and then yeah. got to change. Super easy read. Thing. Yeah, totally get it. All right, man, we got to roll, sis. Anything else? No. That's it. Yeah. I love you, sis. Love to you too, daddy. Talk to you later. Bye. See you. Bye.